Rochester Regional Health, built by the community for the community. It's in that spirit we bring you Rock Your Health Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. The human body is an illustration of incredible design. Painful conditions are often like a complete puzzle with many pieces, and for treatment to be effective, all pieces need to be addressed. Dan Ilya is a physical therapist at Rochester Regional Health, specializing in orthopedic sports physical therapy, and offers his advice for getting back to your activities after an injury. Dan, thanks for your time today. What's most important to know when trying to get back to work or hobbies after an injury? I think a a foundational aspect is that exercise and rehabilitation, and for that matter, any form of treatment has to be harmonious with a person's body, and that means not forcing anything through pain. For me, personally, I loathe expressions like no pain, no gain. That really has nothing to do when a person is recovering from an injury. So no pain, no gain, not a good thing when you're going through rehab after an injury. It is not. It is not. Exercise and rehab should be harmonious. It it really should, should feel good. Right. So you should, well, you're going to probably feel some pain when the physical therapist is working with you, but that's not the goal, like as we hear in, you know, um, sports training and weightlifting, right, the old mantra of no pain, no gain. Yeah, I think that's that's referring to muscle fatigue and the burning feeling when you work a muscle. That's totally different from experiencing back pain or or pain in a joint when you're quite frankly, overdoing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell us how you work with patients. So someone has an injury and they're trying to get back to work or hobbies after that injury. How do you work with the patient? Can you kind of take us through the process? Yeah. So, you know, when a person sees a physical therapist, we would first evaluate them and and try to see what I would describe as the big picture. We would look at their posture. We would look at their movement. We would look at their strength. We would look at the quality of their movement. And then our program would be based on, on what we evaluate. And, you know, obviously that depends on the nature of the problem. A lower, a person with a lower back injury versus an athlete with an ankle sprain Generally, we restore, we work on restoring mobility and movement when it's limited and also regaining strength, oftentimes in that order, mobility first, then strength, and then doing things to try to keep the person well. Usually that would be some form of a a home program that they continue with when they're done. So restoring mobility and movement and then regaining strength. A, a lot of my training personally, and there's a bit of, a bit of variability between physical therapists uh, for myself and many of my coworkers. We've been trained quite a bit in various forms of manual therapy, so that would involve putting our hands on the person to free up uh, a muscle that's restricted or to help restore normal movement at the joints. Um, So it it would usually 
Physical therapy treatments at our clinic would usually consist of some form of hands-on care in conjunction with the foundation of what we have as physical therapists, and that is some form of exercise. And Dan, how important is the mental aspect of staying positive during physical therapy? What if someone starts to get discouraged because physical therapy does take time? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's an old saying that pertains to physical therapy that I sometimes quote to, to some of the people I'm working with, and that is, if it happens fast, oftentimes it won't last. So sometimes things that are quick fixes that give short-term relief don't last. And, and making changes in a person's body by, by truly getting stronger and getting more flexible, those are very gradual things. Most research that's been done on strengthening shows that it takes about four to six weeks to truly make a measurable gain. So yeah, it is gradual. So sometimes as a physical therapist, in some ways, I function almost like a cheerleader trying to encourage a person. And you are right. It can be discouraging sometimes when you have a significant injury that responds very slowly. And you do have to try to stay positive, read positive things, not go home and draw the curtains and have a pity party, but, you know, staying connected with, you know, friends and family members who care about you. Those things absolutely matter. I like how you said that. If it happens fast, it won't last. That's a good way to think about it. In my experience, that's oftentimes true. Yeah, that's good. So I know this is on a case-by-case basis, but you said it. So generally four to six weeks of therapy is generally the timeline? No. What I said was it takes four to six weeks to make a truly measurable gain in strength. The timeline for physical therapy, I mean, that is true. Generalization, probably uh, the average I see a typical person is would be four to eight weeks. But there's quite a bit of variability there depending on the nature of a person's injury. A, a person who's been severely traumatized and had extensive surgery, that, that could take several months of, of therapy to really get that person going in the right direction. And then you said even homework after that, so there's still always. time after the... Always. <laughs> always. Okay. Always, right. So if someone is trying to get ready to return to work, are there different evaluations you make before giving the okay? Oh, that again, good question. So the profession of physical therapy has really become specialized um Orthopedics is a specialty. Pediatrics is a specialty. Um, Return to work, work reconditioning, work hardening is even another specialty area. So to answer your question, depends on how involved the problem is. For some people, especially people with significantly physical jobs, there is a, a specific type of evaluation called a functional capacity evaluation to really closely look at what a person's capabilities are, how much they can lift, how much they can carry, can they crawl on the floor, and really looking at what they have to return to. Um, One of my colleagues 
at one of our other offices in Arondacoy specializes in functional capacity evaluations and return to work for someone who's very extensive. For a person with maybe a little milder of an injury, I would orchestrate that myself. And my preference is to err on the side of underdoing it, to, to return just like an athlete, you would have them return gradually. You wouldn't have them just go back into the game the first thing. You would first have them return to practice limited and then more significant. Sometimes returning to work is similar. Right. So kind of work your way back into it. So that makes sense. Functional capacity evaluation. Okay. Yeah, that, that's well, a specific test to closely look at what a person's work capabilities are to see if they're ready to go back, especially for a person with a physical job. Mm -hmm. And Dan, if you could wrap it up for us, what else do we need to know about getting back to work or physical activity after an injury? Um, I'll reiterate what I said to begin with. Work, exercise, activities, sports should be harmonious with a person's body. It should never be forcing it through significant pain. Pain is the body's warning system. To ignore that is asking for trouble. I like the word moderation, and I use that with my patients often. Moderation meaning returning to activities gradually, not trying to be aggressive and forcing it all at once. Eh, that would probably be my greatest advice. And be patient, as you said, it all takes time, and if it happens fast, it won't last. I do like that saying. <laughs> well, Dan, thanks again. You're listening to Rock Your Health Radio with Rochester Regional Health. For more information, you can go to rochesterregional.org. That's rochesterregional.org. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.